Hey everybody, it's your boy Avocado 2.0 and I'm back kicking off a brand new season of The Factor with a brand new episode. I'm super excited to get started with the facts and dive into all types of facts this season. Last season we got to talk about so much stuff. I'm super inspired and motivated to keep this platform going and continue to develop it so that way we can continue to communicate healthy and just connect better and just kind of avoid some of the things that we've all kind of been through in life um, because of differences or lack of perspective. So we're back. I'm back. I'm definitely about to dive into some facts into this episode. So stay tuned. This is The Factor and I am Avocado 2.0. So I'm back. It is Avocado 2.0 and we're about to get into the facts for this episode. We are talking about self-esteem and I wanted to start with self-esteem for season two um, because a lot of the topics that I have lined up to talk about this season, I really feel like we have to be really um, in tuned with ourselves. We have to be able to understand the different things that make us feel the way we feel about ourselves, which ultimately makes us feel certain ways about other people. And with this platform, I just want to continuously try to create a, uh, a safe space or um, some type of listening platform for people to understand different perspectives. Um, so that way, maybe you not agreeing with every perspective, but being able to hear a different perspective or um, just kind of go to um, this memory of your this perspective, maybe from this podcast, um, when you're in a situation can be helpful. So we're going to talk about some of the different kinds of self-esteem. And through my research, I found that some scientists have really, um, you know, some of them usually agree that our feelings of self-worth are both global, which... uh, relates to how we feel about ourselves in general and also specific and that relates to how we feel about ourselves in specific roles and domains in our lives so for example like how do you feel about yourself as a parent as a a professional as a cook etc all those things um you know although we all have a number of domains like these titles these caps that we're wearing of specific self-esteem not all of them are equally important. Um, And those are the things that we have to kind of sift through and figure out what's important, what's not important. Why do we kick ourselves harder when we're doing this one thing, but maybe not push ourselves um, harder when we're doing another. So we're going to get into the facts. Um, I'm so excited. I think this is a great topic. So stay with me. We're going to take a small break and I will be back. So I'm back, it's Avocado 2.0, and this episode we are talking about self-esteem. And one thing about self-esteem is that it fluctuates from day to day, hour to hour, month to month, year to year, second to second for some people. And, you know, we might wake up some days feeling great about ourselves one day, and then 
totally totally insecure than X. You know, we tend to think of our self-esteem as being like genuinely good or bad, but it's way more fluid than that. It's so much more complex than that. Um, and for us to think that way, it's kind of minimalistic. And I think that we need to start broadening our ideas of what a lot of this stuff means. Even if we kind of genuinely have a concept of what it means. Um, and with self-esteem, it shifts up and down. And, you know, that's based on internal feedback and that we give, give ourselves and the external feedback that others gives us from the environments that we're in. And I think that when we pay attention to the internal feedback, the external feedback will make more sense. And while some people do have higher basic self-esteem than others, higher self-esteem is not necessarily better. Ideally, your self-esteem should be high, but not too high. You ever met a person where you felt like, oh my God, like, I love you. I love your confidence. I love everything about you. But like some part of you, you need to get over yourself. And and it can be uncomfortable sometimes with those type of people that it's just like so high on themselves that it's just now they're becoming they're becoming a narcissist. And, you know, narcissists tend to have high feelings of self-worth, but their self-esteem is so fragile and brittle and unstable that like one small insult, insult or jab can make a narcissist feel terribly wounded or hurt. And that's why people with good, stable self-esteem tend to be far healthier psychologically than people with high but brittle self-esteem. And if someone thinks that they're incredibly attractive, it might be narcissism on their part, but it also might be true a true reflection of their looks, but it doesn't say much about their self-esteem because self-esteem is unrelated to physical attractiveness. And through my research, studies have found that people with low self-esteem were judged to be just as attractive by others as people with high self-esteem. What makes the difference is how we present ourselves. And imagine two equally attractive people, the one who feels better about themselves, dresses more attractively, and is more confident, will probably leave a far better impression than a person who dresses less attractively and is a bit insecure and unconfident. If you still believe attractive people should feel better about themselves because they get more attention and compliments, I think you should have something you should reconsider and really consider that people with low self-esteem are resistant to positive feedback. And unfortunately, having low self-esteem makes us resistant to the very compliments and positive feedback that could improve our feelings about self-worth and things like that. And when our self-esteem is low, we feel unworthy of praise and actually get stressed out by the heightened expectations we believe that the praise will bring. Um, and that's can be scary for some people. And many people try to improve their self-esteem by giving themselves compliments in the form of you know, positive affirmations such as like, I am attractive and worthy of love, or I will have a great success soon. Um, but unfortunately, 
you know, those positive affirmations make people with low self-esteem feel even worse. So we have to really understand that it's really about paying attention to ourselves and what makes us feel good about uh, about ourselves and and things like that. So let's let that digest. Um, and I'm going to come back and we're going to get back into this um, self-esteem topic. I think that we're going somewhere with this. We're sharing a lot of facts. A lot as I'm reading my notes or my research, I've noticed that I some people have been coming into mind um, as I've been kind of reading back some of the things that I did discover about self-esteem. So I'm looking forward to diving deeper. I'll be back. It's Avocado 2.0. So I'm back, it's your boy Avocado 2.0 and I've really been enjoying this episode, talking about self-esteem. It's also also been causing me to think about my own self and you know my own narcissism and my own behaviors as far as how um, I feel about my own uh, physical being and just accomplishments and stuff like that. So it's always good to uh, spark a conversation that also causes you to reflect and process some of the things that are happening in your life. And I think that overall, what I've gathered from self-esteem um, <clears throat> is that when you have a higher self-esteem, um, you know, higher self-esteem functions like emotional, em- uh, like an emotional immune system. When our self-esteem is higher, we are less affected by stress and anxiety. We experience rejections and failures as less hurtful, and we recover from them more quickly. And this way, our self-esteem functions like an emotional immune system that buffers out the emotional and psychological injuries. And that, for me, is like powerful because I do consider myself to have a high self-esteem. And I am not as impacted or stressed out um, by these rejections and failures that life brings. But I do relate to certain aspects of the low self-esteem spectrum, I guess. Because I am human and I think that we all are constantly finding ways to be better at, at, at being better at being ourselves. And being better at sharing ourselves with others. So, um, you know, that really does resonate with me in a way. And, um, you know, obviously we should be doing everything we can to protect and boost our self-esteem. And yet most of the damage to our self-esteem is self-inflicted. Like I said earlier, like that inner voice really can do more damage than anything else. And unfortunately, we often respond to rejections and failures by becoming self-critical, listing all of the faults and shortcomings, calling ourselves names, and basically kicking ourselves in the ass when we're already down. And that's not healthy at all. We then use ridiculous justifications to justify damaging our self-esteem as well. When it is, when it is hurting already it's kind of like oh i i deserve it right and and it'll keep me humble it's a way to 
keep me to my program, keep my expectations low, or is it true I hate myself? These are the things that our minds tend to like vomit out um, when things aren't going as well. And if there's one program we could all start that would do wonders for our self-esteem, it's abolishing the needless self-criticism and punitive self-talk. And that program is free. Like we need to really stop with the self-hate, the self-batter, and also understand that everyone that is attractive or has that great smile or great body or great looking picture is not always the happiest person and or may feel happy about themselves and may be really damaging themselves inside and um even for instance like people who get work done to their face like uh botox and nose jobs that's not for any medical reason tend to like seriously come off like they have like a psycho problem you know it's like why did you pump all that into your face or why did you do this and it's like because that person is battling their self-esteem um and that inner voice and what we're seeing on the outside is a reflection of the chaos that's going on on the inside so i want to wrap up today's episode with just giving everyone um the opportunity right now i want you to get up and whether you have your phone you're on your computer if you're in your car don't do this but um i want you to find a mirror and just kind of look at yourself and just ask yourself the question who am I? And also, really sit there, ask yourself if you really do love and appreciate who you are at this moment. And just kind of remember that who you are at this moment is not who you'll be tomorrow or next week. So give yourself some space, give yourself some room to really just blossom and grow and stretch your arms out. And really also give yourself some credit. It's a lot going on in this world. And For any of us right now, I think that we all deserve a big pat on the back because we're handling this very well. Um, There's a lot of stress and anxiety running rampant through the world and we have to pay attention to the ones that are, you know, handling it very well and just trying to stay calm through the storm. And some of those people are the most critical, self-critical, i.e. myself. I've been um, so critical of myself and I'm so happy that I got a chance to talk about this topic because now I'm not going to be as critical as, as I was before because I know that that's doing more damage than it's doing good so until next time remember share the facts and the facts only this is Avocado 2.0 and you've been listening to The Factor